0: Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. You're getting sleepy. You're getting sleepy. You're getting tired. I want you to bark. Working. bark. Yeah, I want you to bark like a dog. Yeah. yeah. This is I, I just reached for this. It was a crystal that was there. And it's so funny. We're talking about hypnotherapy today. And so many people think that it is just that from watching TV and movies and cartoons and sitcoms and everything. It's really not so much, but it can help you heal from so many different things, move your life forward, help you stop smoking. Control your weight, get over anxiety, depression, forgiveness, lots. And uh, I'm a big fan of hypnotherapy. She practices it along with being a life coach and doing spiritual retreats and helping people heal all the time. Rhea Maceres is back with us. Welcome. How are you?
1: I'm very pleased to be here. Thank you. How are you?
0: Wonderful. It's, it's great to have you here. And I'm glad Thank we're talking you. about this today because I've had hypnotherapy before before we met and I realized something in the last week regarding it. And I don't know why I didn't pick up on this previously. And that is, it is so relaxing. <laughs> and here's what, where I'm going with this. So I broke out some audio that, and it's saved on my phone on, on WhatsApp that a hypnotherapist provided me with. It's about maybe 12 minutes for something that, uh, you know, I worked on them with and, I'm listening to it again, but now, and and let me just back up. Whenever I previously had to listen to it, it would be like, I'm going to listen to that again for 21 days. I'm going to listen again. All right, I'll do it again. Now I look forward to it because it is the last thing I do every single day. I'm about maybe seven days in now of doing this, and it puts me to sleep. And it wasn't about, it's not hypnotherapy to sleep, but I make it the last thing and I find myself three quarters through falling asleep. It's fantastic. And I know that because it's all about your subconscious, that I'm absorbing everything the hypnotherapist is saying in the audio. It's going inside. I'm just getting relaxed and falling asleep. So I don't need medication to fall asleep. I don't need CBD. Nothing wrong with that. But it's working like that for me. And I don't know why I never even figured that out. I didn't even consider it. It was more of a, well, I got to do this another day. Now it's like, I'm looking forward (laughs) because I'm going to go to sleep. Does that sound reasonable? Have you heard that before?
1: I like that. And and the beauty of it is now that you are making that correlation between the relaxation and going to sleep, that you just simply created a new belief in your subconscious, which also is in your conscious, that when you do this tape, you're going to fall asleep. Yeah. So it's a, it's a win-win. Yeah.
0: And I'm getting the benefits of what the hypnotherapy was done in the first place for, because I am listening to it. And again, I think I'm I'm right in saying that just because you're asleep doesn't mean you're really totally asleep. Your subconscious is listening. So yeah. it's all going in there. And it's weird that as I'm listening, I get different images. I think they're unrelated to, to what the hypnotherapy is about. But my mind kind of goes like this and I, I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about that. And oh, I got an interesting image there. Oh, that was interesting over there. Uh, very vivid stuff going on during this, um, but I'm sure the, the the stuff I need to get is going in to my mind at the, the same time. Totally different perspective. So that
1: what so what are the images that you're seeing? You said they're unrelated, but but do they? What are they symbolizing something for you? Or you made any sense out of them?
0: Not, I haven't really. Um, maybe. Stuff over the years, um, goofy stuff, doesn't mean anything. Maybe it does, but I'm not, you know, maybe I haven't made the connection. Also, if you were to ask me to tell you what the images are right now, I don't think I could Ah. because I was falling asleep. However, I do remember almost zoning out thinking, oh, oh, that's popping up there. And I'm like, I wish I could focus on what this person is saying. I know what they're saying. I'm getting it. But my mind is popping these things up. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just right. I think part of the process. Um, but fascinating how that works. And I I I believe it's it's working the way it should. I don't know.
1: Well, and another another piece, another connector to other things we've talked about, Steve, is in this process of listening to something each night before you go to sleep. You're literally, I would imagine the intention is to rewire your brain beyond the belief or the habit that you had is that fair to say because i don't know the dynamics right but it sounds like this is a neuroplasticity that we're referring to and that you're doing because you're rewiring your brain in a specific way listening to those words and those vibrations and and as you're falling asleep yeah makes sense
0: uh totally totally do
1: and, you, and you're seeing the results of it i'd love that
0: Yeah, I mean, in terms of the results of the intention for the hypnotherapy, am I seeing those results yet? Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. But initially, I was told to listen to it for 21 days in a row. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't. Now I am.
1: Oh, so this is yet another. I thought this was the first time you're attempting to do the 21 days. So you tried it another time and you stopped because you weren't excited about it. Got it.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Now you're now you've decided to try it, and you're glad you did. It sounds like you're glad you're doing it.
0: I, I feel that it's going to do even better, a better job, uh, because now I'm I'm good with it, and I'm I'm setting an appointment with myself before bed, and it's putting me to sleep. So I'm not complaining about that at all. Um, again, for that reason, I'm looking forward to it. Um, mm-hmm. But pre- why didn't I listen to it for the 21 days initially? I just it, stuff got in the way. I was busy. It'd be like, yeah, I should, I gotta do that later. And then now it's late, and I'm like, nah, what's a day? I'll skip a day. And no, you know, not the right, not the right mindset for it. It was almost, it was, it was a chore. It was work. And you know, I think it was like 15 minutes. So I was like, oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm antsy. I don't want to, I don't want to sit there. Now it's, it's like taking CBD to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And, and I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure you've done hypnotherapy for people that have insomnia and help them go to sleep, right? I
1: it's interesting. When I first started doing this practice um almost t- over 20 years ago, I was working more with with situations like that, with illnesses, with wanting to lose weight, wanting to quit smoking. However, now it seems like where I'm guided and the the clients that are coming to me are more about um wanting to to shift into more of the truth of who they are more into the soulfulness more into the manifesting part of who they are and so um in the interesting piece is that it really and, and I mean this it's going to sound kind of funny but it doesn't, to me, it doesn't even really matter what the quote issues are, or what the challenges are, because I believe what, what's underwriting any of that, and we've talked about this, is some belief in that we're not good enough or we're not worthy. So if we're believing that and holding on to that, of course, it's going to affect our emotions. Of course, it's going to affect our physicalness because it's negative, toxic thinking. And so Again, um, yes, I may work with people that want to sleep better, but that's not the quote intention when they come in. It's more about Aww. they want to move beyond being not good enough, not worthy, because there's more awareness that that is what they're believing underneath. So people are doing more looking into what are my beliefs? What am I what's really Going, they're willing to go deeper, which I really, really appreciate that. So when they come in already realizing they they're believing they're not good enough and they want to change it, that is huge, and that we can pivot from that place instead of taking all the time to get to that. And nothing's wrong with that. It's all you know, it's all personalized for each person. But when they're already there, then we can really shift into shifting the negative thoughts by and using hypnotherapy to go in and connecting with their inner wisdom. They literally I have a process and we've talked a little bit about this where we can go in and you can literally allow your your soul, your guides or whoever wants to show up from a spiritual element to speak about what it is that if you want to sleep better, or if you want to um, quit smoking or whatever. So it's that that, that one piece about what their human challenges are, I al- it doesn't almost doesn't even matter. Hmm. Does that make sense?
0: A hundred percent. And'm I'm, I'm elated to hear that people are coming to you and saying out of the gate that they feel that they're not worthy enough, not good enough because yeah over
1: we- and over again, it just wow. amazes me and it really shows how we're shifting and changing so much. I mean I, I'm working with a woman in India who was in an arranged marriage so traditional cultural all of it as you can imagine and we're going into three months of working together now and i and she is starting to light up and have this excitement about her and she's buying books on the subconscious which in the beginning i thought mm. wow this is really a shift for someone with such a regimented history and growing up et cetera, and culture right but i'm seeing it so i mean so it's it's actually really, really exciting in the and different and men are coming through more, hint hint. <laughs> you know, but when I first started working, it literally it was mainly women. Because we as and of course this is a generalization, but women are more, I believe, or more open to want to change and talk about the deep things and the real things in life. And that I'm seeing a big change with that. So that's exciting to me as well.
0: Why do you think that? People are, they've already identified this core, this core belief that is yes. such a a major thing that gets in the way of the rest of our life, that we're not good enough, we're not worthy. Where did that come from?
1: That is such a great question. And I and I certainly have thought about it and I've spent time wondering about it because it happens. And when we're, when we're feeling we're not good enough, we're hard and critical on ourselves. So that's another level of just cutting on ourself and literally almost like beating ourselves up each day. Yeah. So where does it come from? I, I just tend to believe that it's a cultural dynamic that's been passed down and passed down and passed down. And finally, thank you very much. We're in a time where we're willing and we have the courage and transparency, transparency to realize your thoughts matter. Your emotions matter. And we're the only ones thinking in there, and we're the only ones feeling, so we're the only ones that can change it. So that's why I'm excited to help people realize they don't have to keep living in this place of feeling not good enough, not worthy, feeling like failures, and then they keep self sabotaging. As long as you're believing that, you're going to keep creating the same thing.
0: But so where, I hope d- where that did it come out from? of that? Where did the where did the aha moment come from? Because I didn't realize it. Somebody said it to me, a practitioner told me in energy healing, um, but that, that, that was the, and that's where I started realizing, oh, wait, and a lot of us deal with the, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. We're- I'm,
1: I'm, I'm starting, sorry to interrupt, but I'm starting to even wonder if, if everyone has a level of it truly, because they certainly are the, the people that I meet. It is the common thread. They, and they meant like like not everyone is aware of it until we start talking but i'm amazed at the people that already are and that that excites me and it gives me hope that we can change this this idea and this these patterns and habits of cutting ours on ourselves and beating ourselves up it's i would so, bet you that the majority so, of us
0: you're right that we're we're there where it's probably like um, 80% of us if not more have deal with some aspect of feeling that we're not worthy enough and not good enough. And, and again, sadly,
1: I just think it comes with the human experience, yeah. which is why I help people pop out of those old ways of believing those old beliefs through the hypnotherapy. Like we talked about to open up to more of the truth of who they are. I, I believe we are like amazing pieces of art made by God, God is creator, whatever your belief is. And there's nothing wrong with us. We're unique and different and beautiful in our own ways. And I mean, I've often, I've often uh, kidded around with my clients and that I wish I could create a machine that allows them to see them like I see them, because mm. I see their soul and their divinity and their brilliance and their radiance, and because that's that's what I see in them.
0: And Are that's and that's the reality. They you're yeah, seeing the, it's like a magic mirror here. Look, this is what yes. you, this is who you really are. And I don't mean just looks. When you look yes. in that that magic mirror that we need to invent, you'll see the aura, you'll see the shine, you'll see the love, all of that, that we don't see when we look in a traditional mirror.
1: I mean, even and yes, exactly. I love that. And even when people make mistakes, I believe that simply tells me they're still trying to do life through the eyes of surviving and as children and lost. And they're still trying to bring those childhood habits into the present time. And guess what? If you're an adult and you have a different agenda, those same ways don't work any longer. Mm. So that's another piece I really help them become aware of and to navigate and change and literally to grow up, to grow up. I mean, do you want to hear something wild I heard
0: Sure.
1: Um, that's related? Um, it was on TikTok of all places. I know it sounds funny, but it was- Sometimes tech-
0: there's good stuff on TikTok.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty amazed by it, truly. Um, it was an ex-archbishop from the Catholic Church. And he was saying that um, he was admitting to the desire to um, keep people low and control and under their power. And I, And I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But the one thing that he said was, he said, why do you think that we say, um, like when you're baptized, you're reborn, or when you go through confirmation, you're reborn, it's because we don't want you to grow up, to go through a rebirthing, or like, you know, when people awaken up into God, it's a rebirthing, or it's a rebirthing, he literally said um, that they want, because they don't want people to grow up, because then we we become more empowered. And I'm sure there are wonderful people. I mean, I have family that are in the Catholic church. It is not a disregard to the church at all. And it serves many people. But when he said that, it just made me really think about like, wow, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing to help people grow up.
0: Wow. And I wonder if that is the true intent, you know, because you can look at a rebirth um, in a different way. Like, I have a different way of looking at things now. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder if 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 that was the actual intent because we don't want you to grow up because with growing up you have more power, like you just said.
1: Yeah, and um, and we're and we speak up for what we want and what we need opposed to. Anyway, I mean, we're going off in kind of a different direction, but yeah, I. It's interesting, <laughs> but, but it is. Mm-hmm. It is. And
0: I, you know, I was raised Catholic. Uh, full disclosure. Right. Yeah. And and I was up until about a year and change ago. I was a lector at the the church, and because they they said, "Yeah, you got a great voice. Can you help us out?" And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, sure." I'll be honest. I'd show up half times. I don't even know what I was reading. I'd, I'd study it the night before. <laughs> well, did
1: you, Did you sense any of that element of, that I was referring to?
0: I did not. But it's an interesting. I
1: mean, I'm sure there's exceptions too. And and I don't want to think, I mean, I'm not by any means saying all Catholics believe that or feel that by any means, but no, this was one, one opinion. very significant man in the church. Sure.
0: And I, I, I will say that I've left the parish since, because I just, I didn't feel fulfilled. And that's, that's me in my journey. It just didn't feel, it it, it felt regimented and had nothing against Catholic church at all. At, at this point in my life, just didn't feel like it was connecting And I went to a Christian church and different feeling, more of, you know, friendly and, and, and Mm -hmm. that was okay. Um, where I am now and I'm happy to share, I'm just looking at the universe. I'm just, you know, (laughs) the, I, my options are open. That's it. Do I believe in a God? Yeah. I think there's something going on. Um, I got different views of things in the last couple of years and I have a dear friend, Trish, who has become very religious and she goes. She actually told me about this Christian church, and uh, and I appreciate that she did. Wonderful people there. It's all good. Um, but she's so into it. I actually feel uncomfortable. I do because... because even if we have a conversation, yeah, how you been? How's it gone? It always everything comes back to God, and it's like if I feel like it's being pushed in my direction, and or that's her belief, and that's wonderful. But we don't. I don't feel you always have to bring it up. You know, if I believe. Yeah. Side note, you know, if I believe, you know, I love pizza, I'm not going to say, you know, every conversation It's like, yeah, by the way, a pizza's great. <laughs> Just throw it in there. Um, so, yeah, different ways of looking. But it's funny because I'll say, I believe the universe supports us, whatever this universe is. And she'll say, oh, really? So um, what do you think created the universe? I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. I'm <laughs> not going to go around that, that again, but uh, I, I respect her opinion and she might be right. I don't know. But uh, you know, part of the journey. Well,
1: maybe during the next conversation, you could bring the pizza. <laughs> yeah,
0: right, right, and and that's good. But I find I myself and I love it. She's a very dear friend, but I found myself disconnecting sometimes when she she goes there in a text conversation, like three texts in. Um, yeah, and it's good if she's happy. I'm and she's she looks like she's doing yeah. well. She's flourishing um, in a lot of different ways. She Does a lot yeah. of charity yeah. work, but um, so this whole hypnotherapy thing if somebody, I want to go back. So somebody's not going to come to you per se to sleep better or insomnia. They're going to come to you because the hypnotherapy is going to have to help them overcome other things like not feeling good enough, not worthy, which could be, or probably is preventing them from sleeping well. And I'm just using sleeping as an example.
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. So they may come to me for a sleep disorder. And they may, they may, um, and I've had people come for like, they had a heart attack and they may come for physical things or changes. However, um, I guess the point I wanted to make was that we don't necessarily spend so much time about, quote, the issue as in what's underneath creating the issue. Hmm. And so that could be, um, again, the, referring to the negative self-talk. If you're beating yourself all, up all day long, and I'm going to exaggerate this point, obviously, in being negative and critical and harsh on yourself, it's not going to be as easy to sleep as you're loving yourself and appreciating yourself. And so, of course, those those elements are at play and people bring in what they want to accomplish. However it lit, like we said earlier, it mainly comes down to how are they treating themselves and what's underneath that. And that's what the hypnosis can bring up. It can go into those deeper levels.
0: Do you do RTT? What's that? Rapid transformational therapy.
1: I, I don't know enough about to say if I do or not.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's, they say it's a part of hypnotherapy. It's a type of maybe hypnotherapy. Yeah. Um, and I, I, as I understand it, it's the the way things are phrased or positioned, it moves, moves things along a little, like maybe faster. I'm not the expert, but I, that's my interpretation. So RT you called it? Yeah. Rapid Transformational Therapy.
1: So is that like a quick invert? Have you experienced it?
0: I've been told that that's what I got. That's what I was given in terms of hypnotherapy.
1: Oh, yeah. and this is the process you're doing now?
0: The last time I had hypnotherapy, that's what it was.
1: Oh, and I okay. you know,
0: honestly, I don't even know the difference. You know, if if you know, yeah,
1: I'll, I'll check it out. I'm, I'm not sure.
0: It's if, if from other times where I had hypnotherapy to RTT, I wouldn't even know the difference, but I'm told that it was the way things are positioned or phrased that it kind of moves a little quicker to the goal where maybe less sessions. Um, again, I'm not the oh. expert. And I didn't even, I am just getting hypnotherapy. I don't know, it was RTT, it doesn't matter to me.
1: <laughs> get, the, get the
0: job done. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you practice a lot of different modalities. Uh, how do you decide what to use at whatever time? Like, let's say somebody comes to you and says, you know, I'm dealing with this uh, anxiety, maybe depression, uh, whatever it might be. How do you make the decision? Oh, you know what? Hypnotherapy. Oh. This is going to work for you. That's going to work for
1: you. It's um, it's allowing that talking time and that space to really just talk about what's going on, what's showing up for them. So I'm watching for different phrases and how they talk about things, and especially if the childhood, their childhood comes in and there's still resentment, still a need for forgiveness. So oftentimes that's when I will do inner child healing, which is essentially going into their inner world. And then they meet with their younger self and they see them and they bond with them. They spend time, they create a connection because oftentimes when our needs aren't met as children, um, that child, us as adults, we're still looking for that. And oftentimes Mm. consciously or unconsciously, people are even trying to fulfill those childhood needs with partners and in relationships. Which there's nothing wrong with that. However, if you want to have a healthy adult adult relationship, that inner child healing really does help. So it really is in the moment what what I'm feeling. I trust my intuition. I trust what's coming up, and we talk about it, and and then I proceed with whatever modality I feel like. A chakra balancing. I do Reiki. I do um, different types of hypnotherapy. Um, journeys on the land, creativity. So again, it's all very personalized.
0: Interesting. You just said, we're, we're just about out of time here. Um, but when needs weren't met as a child, so let's say your parents got divorced when you were young and you didn't get, because of the din- dynamics and just the way it happened, you didn't get the attention that uh, you should have gotten or feel, you, you know, you should have gotten, let's say from your a parent, a father, whatever it might be because the father left. So then what are you doing? You're living your life, trying to get that from other people, i.e. bad relationships potentially. Uh, yeah. interesting. Wow. Is it always yeah. come from final question? Does it often come from a place of lack, meaning that you didn't get this, um, let's say your parents weren't affectionate. That's the way it is, but you wanted to feel that affection. So that's a place of lack. So now you're looking to find it from other people. Is it often from from that perspective?
1: I I believe that is a big piece because it's almost like there's this hole that we're trying to fill. And so in, in doing the inner child, I'm literally guiding and sharing and showing them how they have the power and now have the tools to literally fill up that hole with love and support and respect. So imagine all the things you wanted from your mom or your dad or both even, then you're literally reparenting and giving those to your inner child. So those wounds can begin to heal. And I believe that is Mm. really the definition of the wholeness.
0: Yeah. Yep. For whatever's you're filling the gap for whatever is or was missing when you were younger.
1: And when we're trying to get something from outside of us, we're keeping our awareness out here on other people and things. So we're not even literally within our body to feel our gut feelings, to connect with our intuition, to feel our heart, our love, et cetera, et cetera. So that's another big part of the process is even noticing how our awareness is out here instead of even in our body.
0: Would you say it's
1: amazing how many people are walking around like that? still in survival mode and so that's another big shift is coming back in here and being in literally in your body
0: you make a lot a lot of stuff come clear here um and would it be reasonable to say that a lot of people are just running i don't mean literally but just running trying to find what they need to make themselves whole in-
1: well, they're, they're And to take that even a step further, Steve, they're literally running from the feelings inside because they don't like the feelings. They don't like how they're talking to themselves. So I've even noticed people have left relationships. They're not even it's not even about the other person. It's what they're telling themselves and what they're feeling with that person, which oftentimes those feelings are coming up to heal instead of to run.
0: Wow. Uh, it's a good one. It's a good and that's one. That's why
1: I love. That's why I love what I get to do. It's so fascinating to me. I think as human beings, we are so fascinating, so multi-talented and faceted, and and, and I just I love the process of getting to know people, getting in there deep and making changes and seeing seeing their eyes shine again. You know, it's clear that's that that's what it is.
0: that's a passion and that fascinates you. And uh, yes. you made a lot of things very clear today, especially where we Go don't. Ahead we don't find our intuition. We don't find our center. Why? Because we're always looking for something better. Uh, Maybe. Well, and
1: especially when you bring an image, you know, got to have the right shoes, purse, nails, hair, all all of that. So come back in here and do whatever you want to do with your nails and hair and love yourself in the process. Really, it's that simple.
0: Your website, imaginegetaways.com, right?
1: yes yeah you got
0: it yeah uh fantastic stuff today so great having you here and you also do the uh the getaways retreats so that's another aspect of what you do if somebody wants to come to you in Sedona and just, virtual
1: and in person and yes
0: exactly thank you so much for being here
1: thank you Steve have a lovely weekend you too I, I have a couple more too by the way a, a, coming couple,
0: a couple more <laughs> what were we got yeah. What do you mean? A couple
1: more sessions with you coming uh, up.
0: I feel like I'm in session. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I mean by we have a couple more. I, fi- gotcha. I finally communicated with them. So thank you.
0: Gotcha. Okay. I being and, in the middle. And I look, <laughs> I look forward to that. Thank you so much. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Let's go inside the mind of a 10 year old.
1: I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah, buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's, like, a dozen Sarahs in my class.
0: Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey.
1: Oh, yeah. Seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is, like, busy, you know?